Welcome to the Two Sons Podcast Surprise Friday episode yeah. on account of a 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time drop of the uh, <laughs> the new Ahsoka trailer. Yeah. And dude, I'm just gonna, you know, we don't have a ton of time because Luke's about to head out of town. So dude, we did this right. last time when like one of us was heading out to a, a ski trip, I think, and then something big dropped and we're like, okay, like we need to talk about this. Yeah, I, well, I, I just, yeah, like he's running off on a tour of the state of Arizona to yep. introduce his son to all of his family and yep. his wife's family. Yeah. Very important trip that... You we're know. putting off now because <laughs> this Ahsoka trailer was dope. We're putting off for 15 minutes at least. Yes. So yes. Uh, let's just start here, man. Yeah. Dude, where's your head at? Dude, I they revealed so much more than I ever could have imagined in, in a trailer drop. Like, so, so the big one is we see Thrawn. We and, see live action throwing first sighting. Yes, and we we were so just, worried just about the nape of his neck. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. But if you notice, he was wearing his white uh, Admiral Thrawn like regalia, right, with like the two pieces on his shoulders. I think it's flashback. You think it's flashback? I'm almost certain it's flashback. Oh, there's, see, it's not the only flashback in that episode. There's a a random a flashback to Ahsoka fighting an Inquisitor. Do you see that? Yeah. Oh, so you think that's mm-hmm. a flashback? Yeah. As well. So I think. Okay. I think I, I think the entire premise of the show is going to start with Ahsoka pursuing Thrawn because she's experiencing a dark premonition and she's heard some okay. rumors. The rumors she's hearing are probably more related to Moff Gideon than they are to Thrawn. Okay. And I believe that Thrawn wow. is – she's going to eventually meet Thrawn as a benevolent character. But I have my theory is pretty crazy here. I think, wow. the, dark, I think the Dark Jedi are going to be the focus, the focal uh, antagonist of yeah, the show. Yeah, there's uh, Balin. And the only reason why you know his name is just because it shows up in the, um, in the uh, subtitles. The subtitles, right? yeah. And he looks like a pretty interesting character character we did see that inquisitor uh as well mm-hmm. um one of the things that cracked me up is it looked like ahsoka is at this like jedi temple and it looks like there's this um like ring that she's supposed to like engage with or no not even cut open just like engage with and like open it up and then she just spins around yeah, and cuts like, through it. it let me just go yeah so way. i thought that was kind of interesting but no the thrawn thing that's a really interesting take because i completely took it a different a different way so like, you think he is going to be leading an imperial remnant i do but i think it's going to be the correct vibe so so anybody that's listened to our pod uh we we've been concerned about how thrawn was going to be portrayed uh, in future media, just because we loved the book so much, and Thrawn in all of his books, including the Ascendancy series, um, has actually been like a very good guy for the most part. Um, it talked about how Thrawn is like the next leader of the Empire, heir to the Empire, and heir to the Empire. Yeah, heir. Yeah, exactly. So I almost wonder if he's actually going to lean into that and continue with like the Imperial type um, feel but do it in a different way than what was like how Palpatine was doing it. Mm. Um, and I think he's going to still, you know, lead with an iron fist, if you will. Um, but I think it's going to have a different vibe and hopefully still capture his overall good guy vibe. Um, but I think he's just going to be really intense and focused on domination, which actually is how he believes the galaxy is safest, which is a little sketchy. It kind of goes along with the parallels of like, how Palpatine thought domination would decrease chaos, right? So, but I think it's going to be a different vibe. Mm-hmm. So I vehemently disagree. I, I just, I, which is there's awesome. just no, there's no reason in the world, in my opinion, that he would do anything that would linger him away from the Chisisendi lo- right. longer than necessary. The only way that I would accept a plot line that involves Thrawn running an Imperial remnant was to accumulate Imperial resources for an eventual assault on the Grisk. It's well, the only thing that makes any sense to me. And leading in, like the, tra- the trailer does mention like a, a larger danger being out there mm-hmm. and the first thing that something I thought dark of, something dark and the first thing that i thought of were, were the grisk so 
I actually, so this is this is my theory. Cause like, I actually think the darkness that she's feeling is the dark side of the force stemming from the partnership of these two new dark Jedi, which uh -huh. I want to talk about in just a second. But on the Thrawn front, I literally think it's this simple. I think, I think that um, whatever her premonition is of Thrawn, it's going to be something that tees up eventually a Thrawn show oh, that I involves see. Thrawn himself returning to the Chiss Ascendancy to fight against the Grisk. I That'd think that's cool. going to be an entire live action series. Yeah. So, and I think Thrawn's going to be benevolent and I think it's going to be Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Sherlock Holmes. I think that's what that Sweet. show is going to be. That's an I awesome think, opportunity. I think Thrawn will be an ancillary character in this show and I think the antagonist will be the Dark Jedi. This is a very important concept. When... Throughout Star Wars history, there's two different ways that the Sith Lords have formed. Right. They have formed by traditional upbringing through the Sith, whether that's like in the Sith uh, academies on Korriban or, uh -huh. or, or, you know, Dromenkos or whatever it is. And then there's Sith that fell from the light side of the Force by virtue of uh, falling to the dark side, like Exar Kun and, and, like, and uh, Revan and, and guys like that yeah. that end up making that specific um, a transformation. So my theory is we, we know after the destruction of the Death Star that the Sith are believed to presume to be extinct again. Correct. Similar to before episode one. Mind you, Palpatine's off making a million Death <laughs> on Stars Ex and Exegol. In, on Exegol. But, but presumably this, uh, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Balin. Presumably Balin is a Jedi from before the, that survived the Purge. Okay, because he's old and he's grizzled, right? Yeah, and, it's, and, and he, he seems like very wise as well. Yeah, he was probably uh, like, like there's even like, I, I don't think this is the case, but like he could even be, he could even literally be uh, Ezra turned to the dark side. Like oh. that's the age group we're talking about. Like it's a, it's a, it's a survivor from. The, and I don't think that's who it is. No, but I like know, I my know. point is, is like that's the we have to open our mind to the fact that whoever that character is is older. Right. But I believe that that Jedi fell to the dark side and has pronounced himself as the new Dark Lord of the Sith. And in in hmm. in, in line with the teachings of Darth Bane, he has taken an apprentice. <laughs> yes. This silver-haired chick who just messes everybody up. She's dope. Yeah. Okay. There's and a lot now, of dope. And there's two. Two presumably relatively weak Dark Lords of the Sith out in the galaxy. I see that Ahsoka ends up fighting as a protagonist in this or an antagonist in this episode. That's Jay, my theory. One who would crack me up is if you were just dead on on everything, and Disney is just sitting there going, "Damn it!" <laughs> I thought we were being this Jason Timp guy does does Star Wars and basketball really really well, uh, dude. It's just I I like I, I okay. It's not even it's more wishful thinking than anything. Yeah, else. Yeah, no, I get you. And well, and and for your storyline too, it it captures the essence of of, mm. of Thrawn. Which, which, you know, I'm super excited for this Ahsoka series. I'm also super nervous that they're just going to completely butcher oh, what we know as Thrawn. I hope not. Uh, that would ruin. That would ruin it for me. It would completely ruin it for me. Mm -hmm. um, other big things is is Sabino, Sabine, yeah, right? We see, yeah, we see Sabine, uh, and then we see Hera, and then we see Chopper. We see Chopper. Um, yep. Uh, and we just saw um, in uh, Mandalorian. We saw um, a Zeb. Yeah, Zeb, so the whole yep. crew is yeah. back together. No, no side of Ezra. No side of Ezra yet. Which, which actually um, leads into what your theory is is premon not premonitions, but like flashbacks, right? Because w right now we think Thrawn and Ezra are together somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Because yeah. um, they got taken to, into hyperspace by the Purgles, right? So, so uh, I think your theory makes actually more sense than mine. And I hope you're right. Dude, how dope would it be to see Ezra and Ahsoka take on the Master and his apprentice? Oh, and just um, wreck them? Yeah. Because dude, they're illegitimate. I'm just... Whoever that uh, potential, like, yeah. If, if, if he thinks he's, like, the new Sith Lord, it's like, sorry, pal. But yeah. 
you're just not that guy. But I think it's so you're cool because like, it's it's a thing that like when you I, I just today today as I was driving home from the gym this morning, um, I was listening to I'm I'm towards the tail end of the third Bane book, and so oh my gosh, you're, Bane, you're cruising. It, so Bane that. just ex, Bane just escaped Doan with uh, Darth Cognus, and and basically uh, Darth Cognus is like. At the time, her name is just the Iktachi assassin known as the Huntress. But she basically yeah. goes like, I want to learn at your feet. And Bane is like still in the process as they're flying down to Ambria to kill Sarah. They're, they're like flying down and, and Bane is still like trying to decide whether or not he wants to take her as an apprentice. Meanwhile, Xana's coming like crazy to come. Oh, yeah. Home. But but like there's, cool this, the, there's, there's this reverence to Darth Bane's teachings. Like even Xana yeah. when she's like, screw Darth Bane. He wants to become immortal. I got to kill this dude. He's yeah. – but at the same time, she's like, but, you know, Bane's teachings, they're like the way of the Sith. So like, legit. you yeah. can totally see like if a, if it's a, classic if a Jedi turned to the dark side, like he'd be sitting there and in theory he'd find a holocron or he'd find some yeah. manuscript and he'd be like, oh, wait, this is the way – and he would proclaim himself and – he'd take an apprentice and it would be and then they would begin like maybe they get in touch with an imperial remnant and start taking on like oh yeah it could be it could be really really cool it could be really go in a lot of different directions for sure for sure they also released a couple other big big news items uh three movies are coming out one of them i think is in the old republic one of them is uh essentially tying up loose ends of like the end of like the mandalorian yeah yeah so let really quickly the old one. Yes. It's not Old Republic. They said Dawn of the Jedi. Oh, that da- could go really far. Really far, back. which would be absolutely incredible. Yes. Talk about holocrons and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that could be really, really cool. And then uh, another storyline uh, led by Dave Filoni, which is awesome. A Dave Filoni-led movie is did always you, approved. Did you see the way th- they said it's going to tie off all the storylines from these yes. shows? So yes, it'll be like effectively be like the big The big finish. finale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which may or may not include Thrawn, right? Yeah. Uh, and maybe some Grisk, who knows? And then also uh, another storyline, probably with Daisy Ridley. Actually, we know with Daisy Ridley uh, as Ray, and they're going to be uh, following up on what was the rise of Skywalker. What are your thoughts on that one? And and it did specifically say Ray trying to be basically rebegin the Jedi Order. I think I would like to think they're going to do a fabulous job because <sighs> because no. So I just have faith uh, that that they butchered episodes seven, eight, and nine of the movies so badly that I think they know they can't mess it up, and I think they're going to spend a lot of time on the on the storyline. Hopefully. Um, that would be a great time for the, the Grisk to invade the galaxy. It would. If they wanted to have something that involved a non-dark Jedi an yeah. antagonist, it'd be, it'd be a galactic invasion yeah. from a, a warrior species. Right. Like that. And that, yeah, I'm totally down for that. Um, I hope, I hope, hope, hope that they don't lead into like the no rules of the Marvel universe. Like I, I really hope they keep it centric to like, what is acceptable with like Star Wars and Star Wars lore and Star Wars physics even like that's a big thing for you and I like like they need to keep it with it contained within what is normal for Star Wars physics which they they got out of with the uh, more recent movies so so I I, I have faith I think they're going to do a good job I think that it's going to be a lot of damage control maybe even give some more insight and as into like Palpatine and and Snoke and like how that got tied up because you had Snoke as as an amazing villain and then, and, killed them and then they just dummy. killed him off yeah. as a dummy, and and that was that was one of the things that was so frustrating about the new movies, uh, aside from like Rogue One and Solo, of course, is like they had all these incredible characters that they just didn't utilize, Mm-mm. like they just didn't utilize them the way that they could. Like I actually like Ray a lot as a character, 
Um, and if they could like kind of redeem the, the Star Wars like movie line franchise, uh, I'd be so, so excited. It's going to be interesting because we are now, there's a chance that by next year, uh, or in the next couple of years, we will be regularly consuming content from four different Star Wars timelines yeah. because this the hit the the origins of the Jedi, the acolyte. They now we have two human oh, the characters. Acolyte it looks, looks like it's it's cool. going to be a female apprentice and a male uh, uh, um, human. They're both human. I mean, uh, theoretically, they could dress them up and make up as a. Um, oh, as some sort of else, other yeah. character but essentially we've got we've got our master and apprentice for the acolyte that's yep. going to be really cool that's set in the high republic which is going to be the high republic is a really cool era dude. which if they wanted to go marvel-esque in the high republic it would totally make sense well at least with scale for at least sure. with scale at well least with scale. even le- no less so with the high republic and more in the old republic because the, the high republic is the sith are believed to be extinct right and exist like that show is going to be an awesome show to like really dive into like the darth bane ideology of the sith yeah. like that's going to be like we exist in the shadows nobody even knows we're alive here's the rule of two and how it works here's how we're subtly behind the scenes like working with the banking clan to accumulate funds and manipulate things but that i'm like super down for but then we have the old republic stuff which we'll see what they end up doing yeah we're tying off this epic storyline surrounding this era that's five years post the return of the jedi that's awesome and then at least with the ray thing it's like even if we hate everything about those trilogies i liked ray no yeah Kylo and Ren was dope. Kylo Ren was, was dope. dope. Yeah. Ray was dope. Finn was dope. You exactly. Know. I'm so Poe down for like just just like Ray in the future, kind of restarting the galaxy yeah. from there. I just I just the fundamental theme of Star Wars at its core, especially in the cinematic universe, is light versus dark. Yeah. And so it is. I think even though it's a played out storyline, it just it works for me. It's like this trailer. Right. We have two new dark Jedi. I am super interested to hear super. about Balin super and yeah. how he turned to the dark side yeah. and why he decided he wanted to become the next For Dark sure. Lord of the Sith and all these different things. Like To me, like it, as long as it's a new, fresh story that has new characters that have new stories, you can repeat general themes. And like I and I hope that they don't yeah. get too far off the beaten path. There. I agree. I hope they keep the scale at uh, uh, a reasonable uh, level mm-hmm. and I hope that they stay centric as, as to like what feels like Star Wars. I got we'll really see. excited this morning, dude. I got stoked. Yeah. I was feeding G and I saw that trailer and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And G's like choking on his milk, <laughs> like completely mismanaging this feed as a father, like, just doing a terrible job. But like, I'm just so stoked that like you know, I sorry, my you bad. Just drop G on the couch and run to the other. Yeah, Elena, there's an Ahsoka trailer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Where's our son? Yeah, he's on the couch. <laughs> probably. <laughs> he stopped rolling, I think. Yeah, he's not rolling that much right now. Did you have any other thing you wanted no, to get man. into? That's all it. right. That's all we have for today, guys. As always, we appreciate you guys. When uh, Luke gets back next Tuesday, we'll be recording the next episode of Mandalorian. As yeah. always, we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot.